Welcome to the GlobalTQM.com podcast, where we teach e-commerce business owners how to source the best products from China, negotiate with Chinese manufacturers, navigate Chinese business culture, and grow your business to seven figures and beyond. David Hoffman is the founder and CEO of GlobalTQM.com, your team on the ground in China. With over 25 years of experience doing business in China, David and his team at GlobalTQM.com have the know-how and experience to overcome any challenge you'll face sourcing and manufacturing in China. So, hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast. I'm really excited about today. Um, as most of you know, the last couple of weeks, we've been doing a lot of replays of interviews of people interviewing me. So you haven't had much time of me presenting you stories. So today is going to be a great day because I'm starting to come back to what the reason I originally started this podcast, and that's really to share real-life experiences and stories with you that happen to us all the time here in China when we're sourcing products and, you know, talk you through the event, what happened, you know, and give you the background story and then really kind of discuss what went wrong, what we learned and what we could have done to prevent it. And something I'm really excited about today is we've got Kevin joining us. Kevin's my new co-host on the show, which I'm really happy about. Say hi, Kevin. Hey, how are you doing, David? Uh, as you can tell, we're both from the same country. Our accents are interchangeable. Absolutely. <laughs> so, I mean, Kevin, I'm so glad you're joining the show. Um, it's going to be great. I think having Kevin co-hosting is going to be hopefully a way of Kevin asking questions and extracting the most information out of me. Because I do realize sometimes I ramble on with things and um, maybe there's some pending questions that I haven't been clear about. So I'm really excited about this. Well, I'm looking forward to it as well. And, and it's just an opportunity for, you know, the, the adage that says two heads are better than one. So hopefully between the two of us, we may have a complete whole. <laughs> well, that's the idea. I hope so. <laughs> So, Kevin, today's show actually is quite interesting. It's about um, failing in India and what to do. This is a real story about a client I had. Um, I don't know if I really say failing in India as much as I'd say the real question came up was he started in India because he, was, he wanted to source products in India thinking it's cheaper than China. And it's really an interesting story. And I thought it would be a great one to share. Well, I, I really, I mean, it's, it is an interesting topic. And I, I think the whole idea behind you know, you it, historically, I mean, China has been the big player, you know, when you wanted to, you know, have something sourced off, offshore type thing and, and, and products created. But your other countries have kind of stepped in the breach a little bit. And, and India is another one that's kind of coming on the world stage. And so I'm really exactly. interested to hear the differences between, you know, your experiences in those two countries. Yeah. So, and, and I think you're right, you know, especially with the trade war tariffs, more and more people are asking the question, should I be sourcing outside of China? And I think, you know, the story of Kevin and, and what happened with him was he was looking for some ceramic ware and some crockery. And, you know, he heard that India was cheaper than China. And he also heard that India can handle much smaller MOQs, which the, the minimum order quantities. So he popped online, you know, as most of us would do ordinarily. And, um, started searching for manufacturers in India, found a couple, started talking to them and communicating with them. And I've got to tell you, Kevin, he was just so frustrated. Um, just, you know, it started off really well, the communication. And then just when he started getting samples and started getting follow-up, he just kind of, the, the communication just started dwindling down and um, he just got, grew more and more frustrated. 
And that's when he kind of turned to me and said, you know, what do I do, David? I'm on the right track here. Um, and we ended up having a long discussion about it. And I thought, you know, yeah, I'm sure what he's experiencing, a lot of people experience. Is that, does that happen a lot that people try to do it on their own and then figure out that, hey, I, I don't have the expertise and I'm running into some problems and then they circle back with you? Or, you know, where do you come in the equation? <laughs> it's a combination of things, really, Kevin. It's, um, you know, I think some people, of course, and I believe, by the way, that everybody should try it on their own. I think sourcing products and developing products really is a journey. And um, you have to experience different things yourself to really understand the nature of how things work. You turn to people like us when you don't have time or you need extra help or you're uncertain and you need some expertise that maybe you don't have or experience you don't have yet. Um, but I think, you know, what I like about Kevin's journey, sorry, not Kevin's journey, um, Chris's journey in this case in India was it really made me reflect on a couple of things. And that was, you know, what we ended up speaking about the whole time was, is the cost of the product really as important or is it the most important thing as, you know, based on the experience he was having, bad samples, bad communication, um, lack of certainty for some manufacturing. What I really realized is what he's experiencing in India is no different from what a lot of people experience in China. Mm, yeah. It's really the same thing and, and just the same rules and principles apply. Um, it doesn't really change. And there's a kind of a, a few key takeaways. And um, I think kind of for me, what's important and just listening to Chris's story is that communication is really critical, no matter what you're doing and you know who you're dealing with. Um, you need to know who you're dealing with and you need to be able to communicate with them. Now, I'm not saying um, trading companies or manufacturers are better or worse and, you, you know, that there's a golden rule of thumb. There isn't actually. But the golden rule of thumb for me is really knowing who you're dealing with, whoever they are and whatever they are, and just being able to communicate and have the right level of relationship with them. Because if it's bad at the beginning, it's not going to get better over time. You know, I think that's a misconception. I think, you know, part of the whole sourcing process to me is actually, um, you know, people say, how do you vet and you'll filter your suppliers? And to me, that's exactly how you do it. You know, the key thing for me, besides fancy factory audits and site visits and technical capability assessments, you know, that's, that, that's kind of, for me, something you do one day maybe. The fundamental thing I do is just how well they communicate, how well they prepare things, how fast they get back to me, how responsive they are. On. Are they transparent? You know, do I feel like there's something shady going on or suspicious? Or do I feel that they're quite transparent about who they are, their company, their background, they introduce me to other people in the organization? You know, you've got to get, it's like any relationship, you've just got to get that level of comfort. Yeah, I, and that's I, mean, kind I love of, that point. Yeah, the, the yeah. whole idea around the just communication as a whole and how important yeah. it is. But let me let me ask you a quick question as you were as you were talking there. So, um, how important is it to you know even above communication to actually have a trusted partner? How do you find a trusted partner if I don't have a a David Hoffman to to step in the breach you know for me? How do I yeah. how do I vet someone? I mean, I it's you love I love the idea you talked about. You know, it, you may save a little money on the product, but is it really worth it in the long run? 
Yeah. Well, well, I think, um, I mean, in terms of finding trusted partners, I think it's like any relationship you get into, whether it's a personal relationship or a business relationship, you literally just start making contact and reaching out, whether it's online or whether you visit the place, um, you know, and you meet people and you talk to people and you communicate with people and like any other relationship, you find out and you feel your way through it. And you start building a bond or a connection with people and find they think about things the way you do have the same values you do. And it's, it's, it's no different from a normal relationship. You just get out there and you talk and communicate. And, you know, I always say the expression, you kiss a lot of frogs <laughs> until you find your princess. <laughs> you find or the prince. Prince. That's, there you go. Yeah. And, and, and that's really what it's about. And, you know, I think when I was talking to Chris about this issue, um, like what, what interested me the most was he was convinced that India was cheaper on ceramics for the types of products that he wanted. And they may be, I don't actually know because I haven't done a lot of research into India, but there's a reason for that because I believe that the actual cost of the product is not always the most important thing because what the price you're paying is not the final cost of the product. And oh, a lot sure. of people yeah. forget that. Yeah. Right. So if you go, maybe your purchasing price is lower, but there's shipping, there's logistics, there's communication. And the biggest thing is there's quality and time, right? There's two things that you really can't escape. And how long is it going to take to get things done? And what's the quality of the product going to be? And if you don't have the right partner, wherever they are in the world, um, it just doesn't matter. Um, there's going to be so many costs you haven't thought of from returns to delays. And those are really the, the real cost of the products. Because if you're late for products, you're late for shipping seasons or, or promotion seasons, you lose that turnover, you lose that revenue. You know, you're going to pay higher freight rates at peak season. Um, if you've got a higher return rate on a product, it's just going to come back. You're going to have to deal with customers, deal with unhappy reviews. Um, and, and you can't put a price on that. So I you know, kind of always say, don't focus on only the price of the product. There's a lot more to it. Um, you know, your margin is inflated if you're buying at a low price. Yes. But you know, what's that long-term cost going to really be? And I think that's where your key decision has to be. Right. Yeah. I, I love the idea. I mean, you, you touched on it that the, you know, the production cost of the product is not the final cost of the product. And you know, you, you have to deal with returns, you have to deal with late deliveries, you have to deal with all the, issues surrounding the product itself. So, you know, you touched on a couple of, a couple of key issues. One being, you know, communication is so crucial, you know, how, yeah. not only how they communicate with you, but how you communicate with them and clearly outline exactly. your expectations. But then the second is, you know, cost is not the only issue to, to be concerned with. What else did, did, uh, did Chris need to have in mind, you know, when he's trying to deal with this? Well, I think just in general is you don't know what you don't know. Mm. <laughs> and, I, and I always say that, um, you know, because w when you're dealing with the unknown, you know, you try and cover all the bases and it's just really, really challenging. So, you know, I always just say to people, step away. If you, if you don't know, you don't have the levels of comfort, you don't have a great way to communicate, um, move on. You know, you've got to really feel comfortable. You know, don't fall into that. I really need to make this happen or I'm failing, you know, and that's, um, you know, whenever I do these podcasts, what I really like to do is kind of reflect on a story and kind of, kind of frame it up and say, you know, is 
was this story or the journey this person went through a success or a failure? Because um, I think people misinterpret those successes and failures a lot. So if I look at um, Chris's story, I actually 100% think his journey he went on is a huge success for him. Um, contrary to the fact that he didn't get the product, he had a terrible experience dealing with India and you know, ended up coming to China. It's a massive success because for me, he satisfied himself that he can't make India work. He tried, he's got the knowledge, he's got the experience and he's not sitting there wondering, oh, should I be doing this a different way? It's going to be cheap in India that I make the right decision. And, you know, and sometimes it's because he knows what not to do He's got a lot more confidence now in what he's doing is right and the right decision for him. And, and you know, that, that just doing all that homework and really understanding it is to me kind of the key because success is all about having certainty in what you're doing and not having doubts about maybe you should have done something differently. So that experience to me is a huge success for him. I mean, what a great way to wrap up the the story, the idea that, you know, we may see on the surface that it was a failure, but, you know, the, the two key points you just mentioned there, number one, that, I mean, he, he gained invaluable experience in the process. And the second thing he learned was, was really key moving forward was that India is not the best option for him. You know, that, yeah. that China may be the best option for him. So those two things that if, you know, and those are, those are PhD level experiences to, to take yeah. away, you know, in just this one story. Exactly. And it's not even to say that India is not an option. It just means it doesn't work for him because he doesn't have the right people there. Right. And maybe you yeah. continue on the journey. Who knows, right? I encourage people to get out there and explore. You know, you can do things one, two, three times until you get it right. But you do have to make sure that you've got the right resource and infrastructure around you. Um, and, and that's kind of the takeaway from this. It keeps coming back to the same thing for me. The other big thing, just reflecting on it now, is um, what we don't know, and, and I truly believe this, is why it's such a success is because he's probably stopped and prevented um, a disaster waiting to happen. That could have been a lot worse. Right now, all he lost is maybe two, three months of time and a little bit of frustration which really in the big picture of things is not a big deal. If you, if you waste seven, eight months, get a terrible product or never get delivery um, or pay for a product and it comes and it's wrong, you know, that's where you really start losing. So for me, you know, homework and time is all about experience. So, you know, for me, I, just want, I love to share these stories because I think, um, you know, hearing other people's stories shortens the learning curve. And that's really what this podcast is all about. So I hope you guys have all listened and learned something and got some takeaways from it and do your thing. And remember, reach out to us anytime you need help on the ground in China. That's what we're here to do. Just give us a call. Go to our website. I love talking to people. It doesn't cost you anything to give us a call and see how we can help. We'll see you guys later. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the globaltqm.com podcast. So you don't miss a single episode, remember to subscribe to our show on iTunes. We'd also be very grateful if you'd leave us an honest rating and review. And don't forget to download your free gift, our ebook on China sourcing for startups at globaltqm.com slash gift.